0: This is the Elite Development Podcast, a show with the aim of helping athletes evolve in every element of their careers through real-world advice and experience. I'm your host, Kenny Dousseau. I'm a strength and conditioning coach in Calgary, Alberta, with a singular focus on building better athletes. And now, let's get to the episode. Welcome everybody to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast, the number one show for athletes looking to gain an edge on their opponents and build their dream careers in sport. I'm your host, Kenny Dusso, and today we are going to be talking about why your cardio sucks even though you train it all the time. So let me know if this resonates with you. Before we get into the thick of this episode, let me know if this resonates with you. If you're an athlete right now, you're training like a beast, you're putting in all the hours you can, and you're always thinking about what you can do to just put in more hours, what you can do to just add to whatever it is you're doing right now, because you know there's somebody out there that might be outworking you, so you need to make sure that you can outwork them. You feel like by now you've been doing this a long time, and you feel like by now you should be the cardio king, or you should be the cardio queen. But instead of feeling like the king or instead of feeling like the queen, what you're starting to feel is you're starting to feel burnt out. You're starting to feel unmotivated. You're starting to feel over fatigued. You're starting to wake up in the mornings and just not want to go to the gym, wake up in the mornings, not wanting to put those hours in, knowing that the day is going to be hard and not having that same drive and that same passion that you did a year ago to keep putting that work in. Or you're waking up and you're feeling like you're always battling some minor injury. You're waking up and you're feeling like, you know, that shoulder that used to just bug you a bit while you trained, now it's becoming an issue. You're dealing with it more often. You know, that knee that aches at the end of every training session, now it's aching for days instead of just a couple hours. You know, your back that feels that horrible pump at the end of a session, now you're still feeling that pump by the time you get to training the next day. And all in all, with all of this, Even though you're putting in all these hours, your cardio is getting no better. So, if you've been through that before, if you're listening now, let me know in the comments. If you're not listening now, if you're listening back to this on the podcast, on the YouTube channel, whatever else it is, just take note of that. If you resonated with anything I just said, take note of that. Because as you start to feel all of these things and you feel like your cardio is getting no better despite the work you're putting into it, it feels like it doesn't make any sense, right? You're told your whole life, work harder than anybody and you'll achieve these great things, you know. Oh, always look for what else you can do. Always look for what more you can do. Always look for, you know, what extra work you can do. And you're doing all that and it's still not giving you the result you want. Now, I'm gonna explain to you why that makes perfect sense. Why that makes perfect sense, and why I understand exactly why you're not seeing the results you want. Today, we're going to talk about something I see happen in the world of combat sports all the time, and that's overtraining. Overtraining is when you train too much without allowing time for recovery. Like I mentioned, this can lead to burnout, injury, and decreased performance. Many fighters believe still to this day, despite how much I showed about it on social media, many fighters believe that more training is always better, but that's just not the case. It's important to find a balance between pushing yourself to improve and allowing your body time to recover. Without time to recover, your body pushes further into burnout and you continue to suffer from the negative side effects like lack of motivation, injury, fatigue, And no improvement in your cardio. So what I really want to enforce with you if you're listening to this is that that attitude you have of always needing to do more, that attitude you have that says when my opponent rests, I do another session or any kind of crap like that, is not the attitude that's going to get you to the top. It's the attitude that's going to prevent you from getting to the top. Because if you are not recovering, you are not growing. If you are not recovering, you are not developing. And this is so, so, so important for you to understand. So, like I said, overtraining is when you train too much without allowing time for recovery. When a fighter is overtraining or when an athlete of any kind is overtraining, they, may, they are going to experience decreases in strength and endurance as well as an increase in muscle soreness and fatigue. So like I said, if you feel like you're gassing out faster now, even though you're training hard, the answer is not double down and train twice as much. The answer is take a day off. The answer is start to recover. This is also going to mean that you're gonna be more prone to strains and sprains and other joint related injuries because as your joints continue to fatigue, they can be put out of place more easily. Additionally, overtraining can lead to mental burnout, which can negatively affect a fighter's motivation and focus in the gym and in the ring. So as you're mentally burnt out, as you're training and you're trying to push through those feelings of burnout, those feelings of fatigue, those feelings of, you know, having to keep going, even though every fiber in your body is screaming at you to stop, it's actually... Affecting you negatively to push through that. And I hear people talk about, you know, well, you need to learn to fight tired because you're going to be tired in the ring. And yeah, it's important to be able to push through that when you have to. And it's important to have the mental fortitude to be able to push through that. But if every single session you do is trying to push yourself to the limit because you want to learn to fight, train while you're tired so you can fight while you're tired, all you're going to do is tire yourself out for your fight. But if you take the approach of I'm going to train not to get tired instead of train to fight tired, now you still might feel some fatigue, but you're going to feel less fatigue while you fight. And if you feel less fatigue while you fight, you're going to be able to output more. So these feelings and this burnout that you experience and, and, you know, this overtraining that so many fighters out there are partaking in, can be especially detrimental for for athletes of any kind that have big goals for their career because overtraining is going to hold you back from achieving your true potential. So especially for fighters listening to this right now, because, again, that's the majority of who I work with, but also it's so present in that world, especially for fighters listening to this right now. If you're constantly dealing with injuries and constantly dealing with over fatigue, you're not going to be able to compete as often as you'd like. You know, I've seen that with athletes that I've worked with. I've seen that with athletes that I've spoken to. And we see it even at the top level in the UFC today. Athletes pulling out of fights because of injuries that happen. And, you know, yeah, from time to time, these injuries are going to happen. But if you can reduce them by training smarter, now, again, if you can keep that pace of three to four fights a year instead of one to two or instead of two to three, now, you're getting twice as much action every single year. You're in the ring twice as much every single year. And if you're in the ring twice as much every single year, now this is gonna lead to bigger opportunities. This is gonna lead to bigger opportunities. This is gonna lead to opportunities to you being able to make your name in the sport, and in turn, you being able to turn this into your career and not just something that you did as a hobby for a few years before you quit and found a quote unquote real job. Overtraining can also lead to decreased performance in the ring or the cage, which makes it harder for fighters to win and in turn harder for fighters to advance in their career. So if you're a fighter listening to this right now, please, please, please let this be the moment that you understand that those injuries that kept you out of your last three fights are not just part of the game and they can and should be avoided. Yes, there are some injuries that can be part of the game, But so many of the ones we see in athletes every single day are overuse injuries, you know, them being overstressed in training, them not being as recovered as they need to be. And in turn, that shoulder pops out or that elbow tweaks or that knee just goes out a little too much. And in turn, they're out for six months instead of being able to keep training just because they didn't want to recover, just because they didn't want to take that day off they needed in order to be at their best. So, how can fighters avoid overtraining and actually achieve their career goals? The number one way is to listen to your body and take the rest days as you need them. Understand, you are not going to forget how to fight if you take a day off. You are not going to forget how to fight if you miss a sparring session. You are not going to forget how to fight if you miss a pad session, you miss rolling, whatever else it might be. You're not going to forget how to fight with one day off. If your body is beat up, allowing it to rest and recharge is gonna be so much more beneficial for you because you're gonna be able to get 10 times as much out of your next training session. Now the balance we need to find with this is no, you can't skip two to three sessions a week because I'm tired. You need to be able to find that balance between I am beat up, sore, exhausted, and dying today and I need a day off versus I don't feel great today, but I should push through it. And if we truly look honestly at ourselves, I think we can all tell, you, tell ourselves when we're actually in each of those different situations. Now, it's also important that you have a balanced training regimen through your week, including all of your skill work and strength and conditioning. Fighters will often tell me they don't have time to do strength and conditioning because of all their other training. But what you're leaving on the table is improvements to your gas tank, improvements to your power, improvements to your strength, improvements to your speed, improvements to your overall physical health, everything. And so leaving that on the table right now because you don't have time might be okay with the level you're at right now. But are you going to be able to make it to the next level and still be exactly the same level of athlete as you are right now? What about the level after that? What about the level after that? What about the top level? Because you might feel like you don't have time right now, but instead of saying, I don't have time for strength and conditioning, try to say, I don't have time to improve my gas tank. I don't have time to improve my cardio. I don't have time to get stronger. I don't have time to get more explosive, to get faster, to be able to push a longer pace, a harder pace. Just by saying that, you see how ridiculous that is? I don't have time to work on my ability to push a pace on my opponent then what the hell are you doing in the sport it's just it's one of those simple things that more and more and more as fighters start to understand this is non-negotiable you need to put the time and effort into these all of these areas the better and better and better fighters are going to get the better and better and better this competition is going to get this world is going to get simply by making that change another way that you can avoid over is to pay attention to recovery techniques. So this is something that I take very seriously with my athletes and that I urge you all to take very seriously as well. Simple things, you know, getting on a foam roller, spending some time releasing tight muscles, getting a massage as often as you can. I know those can be a little expensive depending on where you are, but if you're able to, that's a great recovery technique. Other techniques that can help reduce muscle soreness and improve recovery time. So sleep is an extremely important one. There are supplements you can take that can help you start to work on that. I always make sure that I have recovery sessions built in for my athletes to make sure that each and every week we're focusing on loosening up the body, feeling good, in order to allow them them to build themselves up stronger, build themselves up better, and in turn, compete at their best. One extremely important thing to remember as well, as I talk about all of this, is that everyone's body is different and what may work for one athlete may not work for another. I see so many athletes out there that love to, you know, point and say, well, this guy's in the UFC and he does this, so I need to do that too. Understand that you are not that guy. Understand that when top of the top UFC fighters are training three times a day, they don't have another job. They're not trying to balance work and training they're locked away at a training camp where all they're doing is training and sleeping so you should not be training as much as these guys you should not be trying to match their output in the gym because they're able to recover more than you are so because they can recover more than you more than you can they can do more than you can without feeling the negative side effects so the most important thing is to experiment and to figure out what works best for you. But again, understand what you actually need and figure out how you can fit all of that in. My best advice from doing this for fifteen years, focusing on on, on fighters specifically for the last four to five, is understand that you do not know everything. Understand that your coach does not know everything. Understand that there are Experts in this field for a reason and be open minded to learning from them. My goal here is simply to enlighten you to the fact that, regardless of what you are doing right now, there are improvements to be made. Don't sit here and say, I don't have time for strength and conditioning. Don't sit here and say, I don't need strength and conditioning. Don't sit here and say, lifting weights makes you slow. Don't sit here and say any of these closed minded, idiotic statements that are ruining athlete's careers every single day. Understand that you can be better than that. Understand that if lifting weights is making you slow, it's not lifting weights that's the problem. It's how you're doing it. Understand that strength and conditioning isn't bad for you as an athlete. It's the strength and conditioning that you're doing that is hurting. There's always an answer if you're willing to look deep enough. So in conclusion from all of this, overtraining can be extremely detrimental to a fighter's career and is something that should be avoided at all costs. By paying attention to your body, by creating a balanced training regimen and incorporating recovery techniques, fighters can ensure that they are able to perform at their best in the ring and achieve every single goal that they set for themselves in their careers. So thank you so much for tuning in to the Elite Development Podcast. I'm your host, Kenny Dusselt. And we'll be back very, very soon with more tips and more tricks and more things you can work on in order to take your game to the next level. Now, my one ask, if you've tuned into the show before and you've gotten value from the episodes that you've watched or if you watched this one today, share this show with a friend, share this show with a teammate, share this show with someone who needs to hear the message. Thank you again, I appreciate you. And we'll talk again soon. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, I would greatly appreciate it if you subscribed and left a review for the show. As well, I would love to hear what your biggest takeaways were from the episode. My contact info is linked below. Send me a message and let me know what you thought. As always, I'm your host, Kenny Duceau. Thank you again and see you next time.